So I finally went to go see the Joker. This movie I've been anticipating it for like maybe a year or even more. Like ever since I got the news and I, I kind of got the idea, I think I wanna say from like the very first kind of promo pic that they snuck out there. I kind of had the idea that it would be really dark and really gritty and you know, kind of really explore the Joker's madness in like in a very real way. Which, if, you, if you're into the character of the Joker, which I am, like, that's probably one of my fa- favorite like, comic book characters ever. You're just gonna, you're gonna love that. It's kind of like what Heath Ledger did with the Joker, right? And everyone loved that because it was real, it was grounded, it was greedy, it was unnerving and unsettling. So I was eager to see this movie. I finally went on Saturday night and my God, I had a blast. This movie was everything I, I hoped it would be, but it was way more. Like, there's no way I could have seen this coming, right? This movie is different from anything I've ever seen in a movie before. You know, it's... And I'm just talking about, like, the technical aspects of the movie now. Like, the storytelling style, the way it all comes together, the cinematography is just top-notch. I don't even want to go there, like... The directing is amazing like some little choices like when uh the joker is in is in his office where he works where author works he's not the joker yet at that point this is a spoiler review i guess a spoiler commentary so i better warn you uh it feels like he's not dollhouse you know everything is so claustrophobic and colorful you know and i think that that definitely played a part in like setting the mood of the movie so it's really kind of dark intense it's intense from the very first shot like with Arthur painting his face as a joker because he works as a clown rather so he uh, the movie style is great and when I like talk about like the technical stories style even his the joker's choices in the movie the things he did to kind of let you into his world you know I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it but i guess since it's a spoiler review i'll just go ahead like even his dancing you know and at random points and how that kind of plays like a character in itself it's it's a fixture of the movie you know it's not just the the score it's not just the back it's not just background music but it's like part of the story it's part of the dialogue almost like when he's performing his stand-up routine and then the music takes it away so that we cannot even tell if like the people are reacting if they are laughing or clapping in the audience we just hear the music and we feel his perspective of, of things right so there are just so many beautiful like technical things they did in this movie that i really appreciated just as someone who loves the art of like filmmaking in itself and i I was thinking in my mind, like, the Joker is not this typical three-story act kind of thing where, okay, the first act sets up a character and the second act, the character encounters a conflict or an obstacle that creates a conflict. And in the third act, you know, there's a resolution. He kind of journeys back to himself or herself and kind of uh, becomes this person. The, the resolution, basically, right? The, the Joker is different. It's different in so many ways because... It kind of starts off presenting this character, but there isn't the one emotional 
moment that really triggers him it's more of a series of things you know of unfortunate his life is the moment his life is just filled with these things that suffuse like his story and come to a climax as as he kind of devolves into the joker character you know so it's not it's very interesting in that in that's in that sense it's so it's heavy it's grounded the rationale for who he is and what he goes through is unraveled as the story goes you know so not just like in the first act so on every level you can really feel the joker's search i want this movie really is from the perspective of the joker and i think the audience feels that when they watch it you know um yeah so i really appreciated the movie in that regard just how creative it was in telling in storytelling um for me something that elevates the movie is that it almost exists as a blur like a dream you know author is always talking about how some people get their fix from a dream it's the song and he also quotes the song lyrics and it's like watching a dream watching this movie for me it was so surreal you could almost never quite believe everything that was happening it kind of stood in this balance between is this madness is this real and everything it is so like claustrophobic like i said that it really feels like you're stuck in this man's perspective in author's perspective so that you can never really trust what is real or not and in that way i think the audience relates with joker and and he is relatable until he's not because he does something wrong and then he is again so you never feel like you lose the sense of the joker he does like really terrible things he becomes the joker he does really awful things he is the villain like that's another thing about this movie i feel like it can be just because of how much we relate to the joker and the message i feel like it can kind of blur the lines and to where it looks like or it sounds like he's being um applauded and no he is a villain he's awful it's just that even in his worst moments you never kind of lose empathy for him or the situation you know you never kind of lose the sense that he's a victim first you know and i think that's what the things this movie really highlights is how hurt people hurt people like people you know we all say that and it's like a cliche but really it is fact it is just how it is and i think people are quick to not want to believe that whole idea or not give it credence because it's they don't want to admit that we are all socially responsible for the worst of us you know like and that's like a really challenging idea for a lot of people to grasp because that's basically saying that the worst in society you have a role to play in how they turned out to be you know, regardless of who you are where you are because humanity is kind of like a chain right and we're only as strong as our weakest link because everything that people do is is even if it's not directly but we all contribute to creating a society that allows some things a society that has certain characteristics right so as long as we exist within that society we are responsible to an extent for everything that goes on the injustices and the and the things that goes goes right as well and the kind of people that that society produces right so for me this movie really highlights that you know i 
one of the things I really related to with the Joker was the dancing. I have to say, like, I'm like, this is like an autobiography of like random moments of dancing. Like, but you know, nothing, not not too much more. You're not out here murdering people. So like, he he really is a villain, but he's really relatable in a way that. You know, villains these days are like relatable, they're like anti-villains and stuff, but this was so much more than like a a Thanos or something like that. This is someone, you know, even just to think of the Joker as someone who exists in a comic space without superpowers, you know, it's just, but he's inhuman in a way, just because of how his mental state has devolved or degenerated, let me put it that way. But it's only degenerated because of the environment and the conditions that he was raised in, you know, in the first place. So I, I really liked that the movie took it there, you know, really deep and really, um, it's a social commentary really on society. And because we are never quite sure what's happening in a movie. I mean, we, we know what's happening. Like, it's not one of these movies where, oh, is it real or is it not real? Even though there's one cool twist in the movie where it's like some things are not real. I, there are several of those in fact actually but for the most part you can tell what is going on and what is but the line is walked so finely that sometimes you don't you're not sure which side of the fence you're on right and i think because of that the social anxiety of author pleck of the joker this mentally ill man is kind of captured so perfectly and juxtaposed upon a world that neglects him you know and he because of this neglect he has the anxiety of existence i call it like not being sure if he exists he literally tells his uh, psychiatrist that you know up until of recently he never felt as if he truly existed because of how neglected everything has been and you know as if to twist the knife in a cruel twist of fate, he, in that session, that psychiatric session, realizes that the government has cut back on, like, social services, so he can't even get psychiatric evaluation anymore, or therapy, or drugs, and because he, because he has lost access to drugs, he's, he, he, you know, he begins to lose his mind and become this mentally ill person that, um, well, he was, he already had a brain damage, and a lot of mental illness is not violent. A lot of mentally ill people, most mentally ill people are not violent, but his manifests in that way because of other, you know, it's a cocktail of different factors, right? But it really begins to spill out of control when he can't take his drugs anymore, when he stops taking his medication. And he stops taking his medication because funding by the government has, you know, has been cut, funding for health and wellness programs. So, it's the society again, you know, it's the rich, it's the higher class people taking advantage of the poor or neglecting the poor. And that's that commentary that this movie, that's like the central commentary of this movie, you know. So he has this kind of anxiety of existence, never being sure if he really exists. And, you know, he's psychotic, but it's society itself that that is uh, psychotic. It's society that is kind of schizophrenic and it just manifests in him because and he reflects that you know because of his own issues and how he was raised and the brain damage he suffered and all that you know he's a narcissist but it's society in fact that is narcissistic and unkind it's society whose um whose most fundamental division is like class 
and and because of that we neglect the most vulnerable so it's really the society that is the joker you know for author plague his society becomes this cocktail you know so in a way gotham is kind of like anywhere else in the world you know it becomes this cocktail and a catalyst in his degeneration of of his mental state right and he Orthoplex embodies the violence and chaos of his society and unkindness and just gives back to it what it gives to him and he says you know like it's what you deserve and this this movie raises that raises that questions like when revolution is violent right is it immoral now for sure what the joker did was wrong but i'm speaking like when he went on his killing sprees like no one person has the right to execute justice in their own on their own terms right and even if someone is a dick to you and is really unkind doesn't mean they deserve to get slaughtered right so you know even though the killing wasn't self defense but there are many other like moments where it's like okay this dude has clearly gone too far so acknowledging that the broader question of like if someone if major groups of society are constantly being oppressed trampled upon marginalized neglected taking their dignity being taken away from them if they revolt and we've seen several revolts in human history revolt is a real thing that happens it's not something that a movie causes like uh, people are like on, on CNN or news networks talking about how this movie might incite violence or whatever no the point of the mov- movie is that violence is incited by injustice you know when you hear when you see like protest over like uh a murderer who's let go because he has because he's wealthy or a rapist who doesn't spend any time in jail when there's injustice people will and one should argue because i believe this that when there's injustice people should have righteous anger should revolt and sometimes a lot of times that revolution is violent it's not unkind you cannot dictate the state of you know the nature of the revolution when you are the oppressor you know so i think a lot of people are missing this movie and critiquing it in like media and stuff because exactly because they are the ones in the bubble they are the elitists right and they fail to see the reality the harsh reality of life they they fail to see how this movie perfectly captures the society that can you know produce such an individual and many of the this our society we just have to think a little we don't even have to think in the united states there've been over several mass shootings already and that's just the united states like for me this is like a universal message that can be applied to any uh, country in the world or any region in the world because how many like people have we seen you know it can it can even be extended to like terrorism and the causes and the things that create the the environment for things like that to to exist you know so it's like if you if you continue to cultivate a society that is toxic right you cannot expect to not receive from it toxic things right and we all have a role to play in that you know whether it's being kind to people or, or even if that's the the smallest way that we have the smallest role that we have to play still we are all responsible for the society we live in in a way you know so this dude has this this you know author plague this kind of anxiety of existence because he has been so neglected by society that he really cannot even tell if he's real or not until he does something that gives him the attention and then by people finally looking at him and like considering him that kind of gives him the sense of life and that becomes his primary like you know i'm kind of getting ahead of myself cuz i want to go into that 
in more detail and how like attention to validate validate one's existence is has become like this kind of thing in it of itself you know so i i think the joker is a story about us a society in a society that is conditioned to admire the rich and visible and to loathe the poor and marginalized when the most vulnerable among us in society is neglected fun like you know we're they're made to feel invincible invisible rather as if they don't exist and it becomes this void of silence and suffering that becomes their life and that is the life of so many people in society you know agency taken away from them their voice taken away from them and they just exist in silence and suffering to different degrees right obviously and and a lot of those people often kind of wither away among us you know we don't care or we don't pay attention when like a homeless person dies or like a mentally ill person in a, in a facility passes away like it feels like nothing changes in the world around us it doesn't affect us right and for for most part they kind of go away without agency right but often enough that silence and suffering is volatile and can be triggered into something that we all feel directly and negatively you know and it's it's not polite and it's not appropriate you know so that i just love that this movie is just so deep in its assessment and honest even brutal but society is brutal that is the sad part because you could look at this movie and say oh there's so much violence but it really just captures the social anxiety of the day and there is violence really terrible violence in the world today you know, you can't say that this movie is inspiring the violence. This movie simply captures what we experience every day, you know. So it's, 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 it's kind of tough, you know, to contemplate, but it's real. If someone is stripped down and out of even the most basic assumption of their existence and significance, then their central goal becomes the need to be acknowledged the need to believe they are alive. For the Joker, that acknowledgement was to be sought through the things we constantly give acknowledgement to in the world, like celebrity and notoriety, you know. He he wanted to be on TV, he, wanted, he, he had jokes, right? And he craved that attention. Like, one only has to scroll through social media to understand the, that attention is, is kind of in it of itself, the endeavor. People are trying to get attention for the sake of having attention so attention is kind of the endeavor and the reward for that endeavor today and i think it's because we have been stripped so much of our basic human dignities and like uh, that attention is now the major aspiration attention is sort of proof of life proof that i'm alive that i matter how many likes you get how you know like is the is the spotlight on you because well-being family community those things that normally should be the uh the things that reinforce our existence they are being kind of washed away as a collateral effect of the wealthy hoarding wealth you know of of pharmaceutical companies you know taking away access to drugs so that people their well-being suffers and, and families are being torn apart by violence and politics and communities are being fractured and so the things that will naturally reinforce our existence and our sense of being and belonging are being eroded and and hatred is being kind of espoused and politicians are exploiting the 
you know, hatred and hate groups to, to get into power. And so our communities are being fractured from, our, from within as individuals, from an individualistic standpoint to like a family, societal standpoint, so that those things that would normally reinforce our existence are being washed away and we are now seeking to reinforce our, our, our kind of existence and our, to justify our day-to-day lives with the attention we get, you know, you know, so it's, it's kind of sad, you know, when you think about like the fire fest and the role of social media and how all that went down, it just kind of feels like the more people are marginalized, the more bonds of community are broken and there is distrust and, and all these socially like wrong, all these injustices and social ills, the more our basic needs kind of change. Not, not change, because they are still basic. Basic needs of food, wanting, economy, those are still basic. But if you attack the human mind so much that it's agency, or not necessarily the human mind, but if human beings are in a situation where their agency is taken away so much, they begin to even there's an anxiety of existence like what am i here for so it, now the basic need really is no more the material things the basic things basic like uh, needs become even just the mental justification of your presence of your existence that becomes your basic need attention acknowledgement and this is where i think people can kind of Degen- at least in Arthur Pleck's case, the Joker's case, he kind of degenerated into you know this whole madness and in doing something to and feeling acknowledged and finally listen listen to like he he, he was talking to a psychiatrist. He said, Sometimes I feel like you never listen to me. You just ask the same questions over and over again. And finally he you know that acknowledgement becomes the number one thing. And once his 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 uh, life is justified, when he begins to get the acknowledgement, it really doesn't matter how he got that acknowledgement. He's finally alive in his mind, and he feels happier than ever, you know. So in this way, Arthur Pleck descends into the Joker, but in, really he ascends into a living being. He was dead, but he's alive, you know. In this movie, one sees a man falling, but a man rising at the same time. And in reaction to the same things, the same things that kind of make him the Joker and outwardly such a menace and we see his devolution, inwardly, those same things make him alive and he's never more happier than when he finally embraces the Joker, right? And so that's why I think the end ended the way it is. I know people, some people have problems with that ending because it seemed like as if he... He just embraced and was happy with violence and he killed, he might have killed, you know, the the orderly. I think it was the new psychiatrist when he was locked up in what I believe is Arkham's uh, Institute, Arkham Mental Institute, right? People have a problem with that ending because it seemed so happy. But I think the, the producers of the movie left it that way because it's consistent with the theme of us seeing things from the perspective of the Joker and his mind. Even though he has done all these evil things and kind of gone down, mentally, for the first time in his life, he's alive. 
and he's happy with who he, he has accepted himself and come into his own as a person he's finally a person he's finally acknowledged right so that's why we see through his perspective that happiness in the end that freedom like he's running towards the light and there's footprints of blood on the sound you know his path to redemption was paved with blood and i had to get poetic because i'm a writer but still it, it, it just that last shot is so poetic in a way it captures this man who has kind of let go of all inhibition and accepted his condition justified his condition and is now living his truth so we feel his happiness and we feel his like you know him finally being alive because all through we have felt the movie through him you know even though obviously he what he has done is a horrible thing and you know he's a horrible person really in the end of the day at the end of the day so in the end this man became alive in his own mind even though through horrible situations you know he was finally acknowledged by the world you know the, the, the movement he started kind of cheered for him and they're rooting for him and all that and even though he's in bars he's 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 as free as, yeah, as he's ever been or more free than he's ever been our society needs to stop assuming in my opinion that good moral behavior is more or less natural than bad moral behavior the only thing natural and expected is the need to be acknowledged like to be significant and to feel dignity those are natural human things human beings want to to be acknowledged and to be significant feel dignity. those are the only natural thing good or bad moral behavior we need to stop assuming that any of those are natural human beings who do are or can be expected to produce behaviors that are consistent with the kind of environment they were nurtured in and raised in you know orthoplex mom had her own Ill- illnesses you know and horribly horribly abused that child and let her boyfriend abuse the child in fact the, in the movie the police found author as a baby you know tied to a radiator a radiator and had like a brain damage as a result of the beatings he got so you know to assume that someone can go through all of that and, and and a lot of people here's the thing a lot of people do not descend to the level that author like descends to in this movie most people don't become the joker but the general idea is that people will spit out what the environment has fed them you know what their environment has fed them so good moral behavior is not more or less natural than bad moral behavior in, in my view you know and that is why we have to be conscious of the world we create and that's why we share we all share this responsibility you know even if it's not something directly related to us you know to the, to the degree that the need to be significant and to be significant and to the, to the degree that dignity is taken away one will seek to reinforce and reclaim it through whatever means necessary or available to him or her like, you know they so the joker goes from author play goes from author play to the joker from a home to a detention facility from a mom and possibly a dad to no family yet he goes from depression to vitality like from death to life you know the joy that we see in the end from him Job is in contrast to his station. He went from freedom to to being locked up, but inside of him, he went from depression to vitality. Finally, being acknowledged and being alive, you know. 
Our, our most basic need is not a home to live in or physical freedom to roam. Our most basic need is dignity in our minds. So for the ones who have been denied this dignity from the under, for the underbelly, quote unquote, in society, that have been denied social uh, justice and the right to exist and, and healthcare and education, prison at all, it's not a deterrent, you know, like, because it's not, it's really not. That's why a lot of times, like, prisons is just like sending people to jail does not work you know it only works again to feed into capitalist bullshit to the to the to the uh, prison enterprise i forget what the technical word for it you know the pipeline of just prisoners and private prisons that those are the only people that help so like those are the only people that this kind of society helps so you continuously see the exploitation of of people by the wealthiest members of society you know it, you know the and the whole movie kind of revolved or didn't revolve but a major plot line was about like how Thomas Wayne was potentially Arthur Pleck's father and was this the truth really like in the end it really didn't matter even though they kind of hinted towards it in the end when Arthur Pleck looked at the picture of his mom and there was a note from Thomas Wayne at the end the Joker had not it didn't matter to him again he had already become a joker it didn't it, it was irrelevant at this point whether this was real or not real the joker was not going to realize his livingness quote-unquote by being the son of one of the most powerful men in the city he already tried and he was ignored even though he he really was the son he was ignored and and, and neglected yet again so he gave up on realizing that his life through being significant in that way he was going to realize his existence by becoming the joker whether it was true or not even the perception of it's like you know gives way to more basic needs of of, of being a human you know whether whether the, something is true or not true on a level does not matter to what a human being needs you know truth is is, is a next step it's after you get your basic needs of being acknowledged and being significant, that truth begins to matter. Someone cannot, someone that's desperate cannot contemplate what is true. It might be true that murder is bad. At a point, the Joker didn't care again. He truly believed that society gets what they deserve from him, and that was his way of giving back what society will back, uh, back what it deserved. You know, um, man, I, I feel like I can talk forever about this movie. Honestly. Um, I love the fact that they met with Bruce, that they kind of tied in Bruce's origins with, with uh, the Joker's, the Joker's, uh, the Joker's life story, you know. And I think that's one way of the movie highlighting that we are socially responsible for each other, just by the sheer fact that we exist to each other, you know. I think it's really cool that the movie addresses the history between the Joker and the Batman. I think it goes a long way to show the the social consequences of an unjust society is ultimately that no one <laughs> can escape it, you know, not even the privilege. The bubble just keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's kind of like The Lion King. So in this movie, I kind of draw that parallel with The Lion King. The, 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 the bubble of the rich gets smaller and smaller without them even realizing, you know, like the elites are always so, they have a blind spot into like how far they push the rest of society. You know, that's why people are so shocked that a movie like this exists. Like, you know, you just don't realize where the world is at right now, you know. You know, um, in, in that bubble, no matter how protected 
Thomas Wayne was. It didn't stop Arthur Pleck's life and the Joker's life from spilling over and directly influencing that life because the result of the indignity and violence of Joker's life directly affected Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne's parents are murdered in the alley in the wake of the violence that the Joker incites in the city. You know, a violence that one may argue began with the ele- with the elites like Thomas Wayne. You know, the Joker has another thing I, I just picked out in this movie. Like the Joker has this imposter syndrome. He could never really tell if it was good or not. He believes his perf- his performance went well in the in the comedy show, and we see this movie through his perspective. So we agree with his perception. It's only as his perspective changes when he sees the clips of his performance go viral and they're mocking it that we also realize that he, in fact, did not have a good show, you know. And I, I just, I, I feel like I'm talking quite extensively just about the details of this movie and that to a point that it might become boring. But I really do appreciate just the technical brilliance of the story making and uh, the lessons, I believe, the less the movie wants to put out there in the world, you know. The majority of people who see this movie will not be the highest class in society. They will, we would relate socially, economically, you know, and personally to the Joker's anxieties and his experiences. In a sense, we too are the clown, you know. <laughs> the Joker says, I hope my death make, makes more sense than my life. He's like, I hope, uh, you know, he says, I always thought my life was a tragedy. It turns out as a comedy. To a certain point, it becomes ridiculous, this construct of society we build for ourselves, you know. We are all in costume, in prescribed work uh, clothing codes, underemployed and poorly paid for businesses that don't care about our well-being. We are forced to watch the rich get the rich get richer every day, forced to bear injustice. That feeling when people have been so deprived of agency and power, that feeling that everything is out of control, that everything is kind of a joke in the most cruel way possible. One way that author's anxiety manifests itself is in not knowing for sure whether he was good or not. And I already spoke about that. You know, was he really good or was this just a sick joke? Was the world mocking him? By, is the, so I, I kind of related that to our own like imposter syndromes that we have. Is, is the world mocking us by giving us bigger platforms to fill public or do we really believe, you know, that that we we deserve to be here you know in a way the joker never not in a way i think this is pretty obvious he never fit in and most people feel like they never fit in you know he was laughing at the wrong beats you know could never kind of find out kind of never kind of go into the rhythm of society and i think these are not the the cases that the joker represents are not like are not few and far between i really believe that it's an issue that we have to look at we keep assuming that our shitty system of society is not producing equally shitty people it is and when we see that giving back to us you know to the degree that we are affected by society we give back to society you know if you're in a sense if you're not violent and if you cannot even consider certain levels of prob- of being problematic or being toxic in a way you are privileged because it kind of s- says you grew up in an environment that was somehow sheltered and, and again i don't want to make it a blanket statement because there are many people who have grown up in the worst kind of conditions who are not you know equally as bad as their conditions were you know but we cannot imagine that conditions that are toxic will not produce toxic people you know and Relating this to like a movie I watched before that I really love, like Us by Jordan Peele, you know, I, I thought to myself when I saw this movie, like the Joker and Us are really the same movie, 
you know whereas the joker aims for a very grounded approach into the cocktail of social and mental ills us delivers an allegorical symbolic view in us we are the ones affected by the social ills we are the ones who suffer from the lack of social and health services to adequately deal with our illnesses we are the ones who are poor we are the ones who are uneducated and unemployed we are the ones discriminated against because of our race ethnicity physical ability sex gender and so on and so forth but one day in the words of preacher and prophet tupac shakur tupac said the ground will open up and the poor will swallow the rich and this is exactly what happens in, in what happened in us the jordan peele movie us represents divisions in, in society of privilege wealth and power across class and race it emphasizes that the villains the tethered are just like everyone else exactly the same as everyone else but what makes a villain is the position that society puts them in in the first place their social their revolution is righteous in the end we get to understand through red's words that the tethered simply want the scales of privilege, wealth, and power to be balanced out. Overall, their mission is not even a violent one. It's It was to collaborate and quote-unquote hold hands around the globe. The violence that was portrayed in us then was not the goal, but the natural result of an unjust and fractured society. It does not justify violence, just as the Joker does not justify violence. And just like Tupac in that quote was not justifying violence. But they are all saying the same thing. Injustice of the sort we've discussed in this review produces violence and we are all responsible for society and each other. It's important to note that this it's important to note the subtle difference though in violence, in the violence in the Joker and in the violence in us. In the Joker, one man rampages on a killing spree to exert his version of justice in the world. His victims, however awful, and they are bad people, but they do not deserve to be killed. The Joker is the bad guy here. He is the villain. His actions are truly vile. The justice in us, however, is only a representation of that concept of revolution, you know. And and I, I made mention of the Lion King earlier in, in my analogy, but I don't know if I went deep into it. I can't remember if I really went deep into what I meant. You know, the bubble gets smaller. In the Lion King, you see how like I always ask myself when the when the hyenas attack, where why were there not so many lions? But life is like the jungle. The higher up the food chain, the smaller the population. And it gets and that's what's happening in the world today with the the wealthy getting wealthy and the poor getting poor. It gets to a point where just by sheer numbers and population dynamics, there's too many people who are poor and neglected, and too few people in that bubble in on pride rock you know there's too few of them that they will not be able to hold on to that bubble and revolution happens we've seen it so many times in history like the russian revolution where the royals were killed and stuff like that you know so i think this is the general message of of joker the movie and i thoroughly enjoyed it thoroughly enjoyed my experience seeing this movie i'm probably going to see it again i think joaquin phoenix is one of the most brilliant actors of of our of, i don't want to say our generation i don't know what generation he, believe, he belongs to really but shit that i've seen one definitely one of the brilliant his performance here is off the chain i think this movie should clean up at the awards on every level cinematography direction uh screenplay acting uh, for one for joaquin phoenix I think it's that good of a movie, personally. Um, I give this movie an A plus for sure, ten over ten. And yeah, just let me know what you think about the movie. If you disagree or agree with my own analysis, and you know, 
check in next time for another episode from the Lucky Bee Podcast. Thanks for listening.